morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. This is the Sports Cave. It is presented by Retro Sports Network. I'm the host, Robbie Clark. I have a co-host, Kyle Galuli, and we have a special guest who's very excited for this particular episode, 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 because he could say whatever the fuck he wants. Zach Ronan, our Canadian yeah. feller, is getting us ready <laughs> for hockey playoffs, which are underway this upcoming Monday. So when we're live doing the sports cave, hockey's going to be kicking off. And this is the part of the show where if we talk about the Leafs, I can, uh, you know, maybe give some two cents. Not really. I mean, I don't know anything about hockey. I don't know dick about hockey. To be honest, I tried. You know, the Nets got in the, the Nets. Wow, what a sick team. Yeah. They really put up a fight. I don't know. Ben Simmons had a pretty good playoff, so, so at least that's a positive sure. for him. He pretty much did the amount, same amount as Katie and Kyrie did. Oh, yeah. Zero. Sure. Oh, my God, boys. So that thing I posted on Instagram, it also went on uh, Facebook automatically. And I'm not the type of person to post anything really on TikTok. I'm on TikTok mainly for, like, watching funny videos and shit. But the one video I had in there was of my dog. And there was like this viral video where it was like, and it just like got increasingly louder. And like, once it got to the loudest pitch, you just see my dog like frightened turn. Like, fuck is that? <laughs> so I decided, you know what? I'm going to put the Instagram thing on TikTok. Let me read you some of the comments that I got. I got yeah, like, you should be getting flamed for that video. Oh, I got, I got murdered. Oh, I don't want to like my own video. I got a lower all this someone's gotta like it here we go the first comment by crispert lacris what kind of patriots fan is also a Kyrie friend the reply from harambe's demise harambe's demise what an asshole Uh, ong on god bro a bandwagon little rupee Nets and Pats fans, something ain't adding up. Lucas Suave, 24. Y'all trade everything for Harden, but y'all got Simmons now. I, I don't even know if I should say this guy's name. Trey Sexual. Oh. Pats fan, question mark, question mark, laughing emojis. I'm not even going to read everybody's users. Fuck the rest of these guys. Bro's also wearing a Yankees jersey, I think. Next one. Oh, boo-hoo. I'm a Wizards fan. I sell for going to the second round. FFS. What the fuck well, does FFS I mean? You mean? did for fuck sake what it means. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you, did, you did post a video crying about the Brooklyn Nets wearing a Patriots hat and a New York Yankees jersey. So I could. Kyle, it, it was post. It was post live show when realistically, hey, I, hey, hey, you, you, you zip it. All right, I got excited about Yankees baseball, and I, I'm sorry, I didn't switch over to one of my three Brooklyn Nets jerseys. I'd probably uh, throw at least one of those. That's this, probably this fire starter. This guy comments four with the skull emoji. Katie and Kyrie ruin your team, to be honest. And some replied saying no trading for Harden did. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of my point. They asked for Harden. Yankees, Yankees jersey, Pats fan or Kyrie fan. What the fuck, bro? Bandwagon alert. Wow, I thought all Nets fans were just old Knicks fans that bandwagon. bandwagon. I didn't think they had real fans coming from a fellow New Yorker. Yeah, well, as I said, that's what you deserve for posting that video. All right. As it says, as it says, too, I'm never going to see an NBA championship. What the fuck makes you think I'm 
a, a bandwagon Nets fan if I'm putting I'm never going to see an NBA championship. Hello? I, I yeah. guess that's what happens when you're a fan of a team that's, you know, shit. Cursed. No, no cursed. Doo-doo. Bonds. I don't know how you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on a team, though. You don't win one game in the playoffs. <clears throat> exactly. Fire Steve Nash! But, I mean, coach can only do so much. Players are the ones out there playing. Sure. And as Kyrie said, they don't we, don't, we don't need no coach. Kenny Atkinson should never been fired. All right. Well, anyways, uh, enough about, we'll talk about the Nets later on. We, we, we're going to have to, but uh, we, this, t- we talk about trash on here. Yeah. We talk about the Celtics on here. Well, I mean, you can't really say that. I'm not, as a Raptors fan. Shut, you up. Can't say that. shut up. Everybody shut the hell up. I'll shut this shit down right now. Shut it down like the Nets in the playoffs. <laughs> well, they didn't shut it down. They got shut down. Oh, true. Fair enough. True. All right. You fucking. All right, I think he's been bent over enough. Just like the Nets in the four games. <laughs> Anyways. This is the part where I hand this over to Kyle because uh, this part of the program is, believe it or not, out of. Uh, my intelligence, and I'm a pretty smart fellow, I guess I'd say, you know, I don't mean to <clears throat> toot my own horn, but uh, I don't know shit about hockey, but the hockey playoffs are up, or coming up, rather, and uh, yeah, Kyle, from here, do the thing, the only thing I want to mention before you continue, mm-hmm. Austin Matthews is the fucking goat. He is no, he's the, not goat. the goat. He's the gloat. The greatest leaf of all time. I like that. That's pretty good. The gloat. I can't have stole that from mm. spitting chicklets, to be honest with you. Oh, you, you fuck. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> All right, Kyle, proceed. Okay, so the first thing I was thinking of, so who so who would be your MVP, Zach? Oh, I, right. Have, have to be, have to I, be it, awesome, Matthew. If, if it wasn't Matthews, it's Huberto, in my opinion. But I think, like, realistically, you could get, like, and that, the, the only messed up part is, too, is, like, even look at McDavid, like, what he's doing, and, like, no one's even really, like, throwing him up there like no one's really even giving him a chance but he's leading yeah. the league in points yeah 100, just, become, 123 points yeah we've come so accustomed to it though that just like watching him do it every year it's like okay like he this is what he's supposed to do it seems like but i think uh i think matthews is gonna win it this year yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys i'm sorry I, I i really don't want to interrupt but my eyes i can't believe what i just saw what was it the fact that we're in the second round of the NFL draft mm-hmm. and the Yukon Huskies. Some defensive tackle, the name went by really quick is yeah, the best option for like defensive tackles in the NFL for the NFL. Excuse me. Listen, yeah, I went to that game had, against Yale and they sucked. Yeah, they actually had it's a decent, the, uh, uh, decently ranked. Must be slim pickings. In- intriguing. All right. Um, this is the part where I don't talk about the NFL because while you guys are doing your thing, low key, I'm not going to lie. I might do a little bit of like MLB the show and do some conquest. You know what I'm saying? You no, know, and just people over a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, maybe you should sit in and learn a little bit. I- I'm listening. The headphones are on. Both ears, both slabs are on. All right. I'm definitely watching hockey playoffs with you, Zach, because uh, if I do recall around time in January, you did say, Kyle, he did say, quote, you know, Robbie, I say this just about every year, but I got a really good feeling this year. This is our year. <laughs> hey, I'll say this. If we get some goaltending from Jack Campbell, she could do it. It very well could be. Maybe. Yeah, because when I went to those couple games in Toronto, when I went there, it was 
some Tell interesting goaltending. Who, who did you see? Tell them about it. Tell them about I the Hall of Fame, the, too. I saw the Florida Panthers game. Oh, yeah. And I also saw Austin Matthews' 50th goal. Ooh, I was that at was that game. One. Yeah. The fun, I guess a quick thing about that. It was funny was when the other team, when the Winnipeg pulled the goalie, and there's a guy in the team, I think he was number, like, I don't know, 54 or 64 or something like that. He was sh- going to shoot on the empty net. And he missed, and people thought that it was Austin Matthews for a second. <laughs> They're all going nuts. Yeah, they were like, "No!" And, and then they realized it. And then someone that was like, kind of like yes, a couple rows camps. behind me, behind me, was just like, "Yeah, fuck him." And then they, and then he got it, and it was just like, you know, five minutes standing ovation practically. And I'm there, kind of like, "Well, this is cool." I mean, not that I give a shit, but like, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's, cool it's a cool moment. It. It's yeah. actually pretty nuts if you think about it, because like Toronto has been a team for over a hundred years. And he's the, I think the third or fourth guy to get 50 goals. Yeah. Like that's like, you... it's like insane to me how there hasn't been more than that. Oh yeah. And then, so I, when I was at those games, that, that was just amazing. Cause first off, Hey, another Rizzo home run. Yeah. Rizzo. No, you know, no, no. Uh, now that you brought up Rizzo. God damn it. I trade Anthony Rizzo for Josh Bell. And I guess who I'm facing this week in fantasy baseball. Who? Huh. Anthony fucking Rizzo. Hmm. Damn. Go on. Damn. Sucking like I don't know much about baseball, but I know who Rizzo is. I swear to God, I'm going to go down to Wallingford and shove my foot up your ass, Kyle. Watch your damn manners. Go Just like the Celtics did to the Nets. Anyway. <laughs> Got to rub it in. But when Who's I went to those games, Kyle? Uh, I wouldn't say it has to probably be Austin Matthews, too, just because of the 16 goals. Yeah. And just with how good Maple Leafs are. I mean, watching that when watching their power play when I was at those games, it was just like a damn give me. It's absurd. So when I was looking at, I sent Robbie some of these in screenshots. They're number one in power play percentage. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you look at the guys they have yeah. on their number one line, like that. That should be. Yeah. Was it Mitch Marner? Yeah, Marner, Austin Matthews, Matthews Marner, Marner replaced. Um, Nylander, if I'm not mistaken, at some point. Yeah. Right? I, Remember, Nylander was like going off when Matthews was out for the beginning yeah, of the year because been, of the injury. And since been then, he's been subpar. The last little bit. Yeah, like what the hell happened to Nylander? I mean, you watch the games uh, more than I do. I can tell you last game, we, last game probably watched was in February. So we have what, such what a deep lineup, right? So it's, I mean, like. Not defensively. Our defense sucks. No, it feels like, our, our it feels de- like no, if we don't score. I hope so, dude, because I remember getting all these updates. If we dude, weren't this, scoring five to six goals, we were losing the game. Like, that's how bad the defense guy that we got was. who's been, like, such a hidden gem for us. And we got Giordano. When we have, like, all of our D back, I don't even know if Muzzin's playing right now, to be honest. I think he's still out. But when he goes, he, he was kind of dog shit this year, though. So. Stan! Another home run. But, yeah, when then I went to the Hockey Hall of Fame, I had to go to there oh, twice. Yeah. I had to go to the choice because the first time I went there, I was taking too many pictures and wasn't able to appreciate it. Like, yeah. I, like I, need, I took 130 pictures the first time I went You there. have to. I mean, like, that place is like – It was I, heaven. I think I've only ever been maybe once or twice, like living yeah. in Toronto. But it is yeah. like it's – a, it's a sight to see. Yeah, they had a Gordy, uh, Gordy Howe and Wayne Gretzky, like only little area and all that. Yeah. And is that where – do they keep the Stanley Cup there? So there, I honestly don't. Apparently, like I've always heard all these rumors. I don't think so. I think they keep it there, but like the one that they have on display is yeah, not no. like the actual one that they're handing out on the ice. Okay. If I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, replica essentially. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, because that because that whole thing was nice going to like the the internationals area too, where they have. 
those jerseys look like NASCAR uniforms to me. The weird yeah. colors and all the different stuff in it. That that to me, I was just like, I just I had to go there and then I had to get stuff from the the little gift shop area all yeah. around. That oof, that was fun, but hey, you're making me want to go back to the Hall of Fame now. <laughs> yeah, you're only like I... twenty twenty minutes down the road. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I swear to God, I think I've only been twice. Once for sure, maybe twice. Yeah, and then I almost got stuck in Toronto for another day oh, because really? of because so I had a positive test for COVID at the beginning of January. I fell within the parameters to travel. Yeah, the I fell within thing. the parameters. Yeah, thing was I didn't realize you had need a doctor's notice. To, oh, I didn't travel. know that either. Yeah. That was interesting to find out two and a half hours before the plane took off. <laughs> get another COVID test done, get through customs, get, or sorry, get through check-in, then customs, and then to my gate in like two hours. That was fun. but That's stressful I, right there. Yeah, I'd do it again too and go into the Raptors game when they played the Celtics. That was fun as hell too. There was oh, no yeah. Tatum and uh, Horford and all that for that game, right? No Robert Williams either. And a lot of people are speculating it's because yeah. they weren't vaccinated. Could have been. They used the reasoning as knee soreness. So reason. <laughs> More likely. But anyway. A little rescue. Ho- yeah, with hockey. So if yeah, so if it wasn't Austin Matthews, who else would you say it would be? I say it would be Huberdo. Because I mean, like he's I think he's broke the record this year for left wing. Assists, I believe it was like assist by a left wing player in the NHL. I would, I, I was actually in Florida, uh, probably like about a month ago, and I went to the game where he broke the Florida Panthers, uh, single season assist record. Good lord, wow! And then, then just looking at the different stuff throughout the year, like when I was going through some of the things and I'm looking at just like the guy like Kale McCarr from Colorado, yeah, just looking at him, I'm just like, holy shit, the fact so- that Co- Colorado has them is absurd. Yeah, and Colorado, they actually – so they have Kale McCart. They actually have this other guy too, Bowen Byram, who's like another really young and like like he's sick too. But he's gotten like so many concussions. So like mm. if that guy if that guy would be able to stay healthy, I mean Colorado's decor, well, they wouldn't be able to keep for too long because those guys would be commanding some money. Oh, yeah. And then – Kale McCart, he's right up there for the, uh, for the Norris this year, but I don't, I don't know if he's going to get it. And then uh, what did you think of the Bruins getting Lindholm when they ended up trading for him? I mean, it definitely was a good trade for the Bruins because Lindholm, he's like a, he's like a guy you don't like ever really like hear of. Like he's not really talked about that much, but he's just like a solid, solid defenseman. And like, uh, he, he kind of do stuff that pops up on the sheet, like the point sheets. And yeah. Stuff. And I, I know that <laughs> I can't remember what the contract they signed him to. Like, I don't know. It might've been like a bit of an overpay, but yeah, it was like a six point, year deal or something like that. Yeah. I think. But at this like, point, I mean, like defensemen are so valuable. So if you get yourself a good one, you might as well lock yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. Because when they traded from, I'll be honest, like I didn't know who he was, and I'm thinking, okay, let me look into him. And then it was like almost immediately after they signed to that contract, and I was like, well, yeah, shit. Like, I he's hope he's be doing something he's, good. I guess <laughs> I hope he's good if he's commanding that money. But so, who do you think so far this year would be uh, like best goalie this year? Best goalie. Yeah, best goal. Oh, it's it's a runaway for Shuster well, yeah. for the for the Rangers. Is it yeah. though? Wasn't he like yeah. struggling after a certain point? No, he had maybe like a few bad games here or there, but I I think it's I think it's him for sure. Yeah, because he's, he's got a nine first five save percentage. Exactly, he's like insane. He leads save percentage and he leads yeah. in we, goals well, te- against. He, 
uh, technically oh. on like the thing he doesn't lead, but like yeah, the so guys that are in front of him have played maybe two games, three games yeah. all season, so they shouldn't be on this list. Yeah, that was that when I was looking at that, that was stats, and I'm just like leading save percentage, leading uh, goals against. Yeah, I mean he is in top five for uh, wins, but you know maybe it was you know that's not always on the goalie. So well, it's exactly too. It's like yeah. a team in front of you, right? But the oh, Rangers yeah. do have a very good team this year, and he's oh, just wow. he's like just outside. But also, you got to think too, like like guys like uh, like a team like like Calgary, whatever. Like you see, Markstrom's in the top five for wins. Mm-hmm. Like the Rangers have a good two goalie system. Like they can like their backup Grigoriev or whatever Georgiev. I don't know how you pronounce the fucking guy's name, but yeah, <laughs> he's a he's a pretty good backup goalie. So they can yeah. depend on him more, get a little more rest for Sisterkin. Yeah. If he would have played more games, I bet you he would have been up there. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I saw Shashirkin play when I went to the – because when I went to those uh, Maple Leafs games, it made me so badly want to go to a Bruins game. And I'm like, I have to go to one. So I went yeah. to go see Boston play New York on Saturday, and Shashirkin wasn't playing. And I'm assuming it was probably that backup for the goalie for the Rangers. Yeah. I was like, but he let some, like, crappy leaker in from Trent Frederick, and I'm like, this is – God, Shashirkin's probably not letting that. And yeah, well, because it was uh, they had the range had complete momentum, and then that happens like probably sucked it all away. Second half of third period, and I'm like, okay, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But so then I'm looking at just other stuff. Who do you think right now? If you had to pick like a who to come out of the West and East, who do you think's coming out? Man, that is like. The East for me, I'm gonna because I'm a Toronto fan. I'm gonna have to say Toronto, yeah. but like it could, it could easily be like Florida could come out of the East because they're no. really good. I mean, Tampa, two Stanley Cups in a row. When when Kucherov gets hot, Point gets hot, Pollock gets hot, Hedman gets hot, Stamkos gets hot. Forget Stamkos had over 100 points this year. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> wish I wish I knew. <laughs> Like, well, then I'm look. I'm looking at. I, I'm hoping to being a Bruins fan that they can because Swayman's had a good year. It's just it's like inconsistent. I inconsistency I'll, is the part. I'll that be honest. So I, you guys are going to be facing Carolina. It looks like in the first round. Yeah. Let me see right now because I think Carolina might have both of their starting goalies injured. Mm. Yeah, I, remember, I did case, remember hearing that. Well, let me go to the, their little team thing here, Carolina. Roster isn't there a good chance uh, that Ovechkin's gonna probably miss some of the playoffs with an injury? I think there, so right now he's guy. he's as day to day. That guy is literally a brick shit house. Like he is tough as he he'll. Damn. I don't think he's gonna yeah. miss any games, and they need him. Like because they're gonna be facing. Of Florida, course they it looks do. Like, but like even like yeah. to go against a team like the Florida Panthers, you 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 need your best player. Like, oh, missing yeah. him even for one or two games is absolutely like that's like detrimental to him. That's a player I want to see. I want to see Ovechkin yeah. play one day. I to me, he's other than Bru- Bruins players, he's my favorite player. That what about uh, Sidney Crosby? Do you want to go see Sidney Crosby, Kyle? I wouldn't mind seeing Crosby. Crosby's an amazing player. I just I saw think him he's, play live. I just think he's a little bit of a bitch sometimes. To be ah, there it is. Yes, yeah. yes, Kyle. Everyone's got their opinions. Yeah, just <laughs> for the soul. For the soul. This is why. To me, he fakes tough sometimes. Like if you're just a wimp yeah. and you're always think, like that, then like yeah. I can understand. I think maybe that. I think maybe early on in his career he did that and it gave a bad name. I don't think he does it anymore. But I, I, I like when he first first say three years, it was pretty bad. Yeah, 
Well, because the thing I have stuck in my mind was, was I'm pretty sure it's a playoff game. He went up to Charo and was kind of like pushing Charo over that, and it was just like, we both know you don't want that. Yeah. Let's skate away. We'll call <laughs> anybody wants that. Charo, Charo looked at him. And was I think I'm Charo. Charo looked at Crosby and was just like, well, at this point, you never know. You might be able to skate around them. Hey, you're, so what you're saying is Sidney Crosby didn't want to, you know, go one on one in Charo. Like Zach, do you want to go one on one with Sean Avery? I did technically a one on one with Sean Avery in the DMs. <laughs> but, uh, I'm not going to lie. I think I took a loss. <laughs> but Sean you know what? Everyone you, needs to go at Sean Avery. Fair about. <laughs> didn't give me a fair bout. So then who do you think would come out of the West? The West. I feel like, okay, that's who you think. I, who you think? I feel like it's hard to not go with Colorado. Yeah. It's like I mean, if, it, if it's not this year, like that they really go far, then like when the hell are they ever going to with who they got all, on their like, team? Colorado, that first round against Dallas, you can any betting website you have, put every <laughs> cent you have on a four nothing sweep. They are going to murder or, or do you th- or do you think they might be nice and do a nice gentleman sweep? Let them get maybe one game to feel good. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. But you also got to look like a team that, that I really like in uh, the West too is Calgary. They are good. They I feel like that it, run. Yeah. I feel like Johnny Gaudreau though in the playoffs always like. I don't know. Like he gets kind of smothered in the playoffs. It feels but we've never like. seen we've never seen this Johnny Gaudreau though. Johnny Gaudreau like for fair. The guy's got a hundred. Actually, holy shit, he's second in league scoring right now. One hundred fifteen yeah. points. Yeah, one hundred fifteen points. It's actually know- crazy to see like how many hundred point scores there are this year. Yeah. Can I ask it, you guys a question? Sure. Last season, the Canadians had a tremendous run. They were down three to one in the series against the Leafs. They come back and win. From that point on, they never looked back. They made it to the Stanley Cup, if I'm correct. Yes, they did. Yep. And they finished last in their conference this season. What happened to the Canadians? Well, for starters, I mean, they had Carey Price all playoffs last year. who's one of the best goalies that's probably ever played fucking hockey. No, come on. Don't be disrespectful to Marty. Well, I didn't say I said one of. I didn't say the best, but. He's definitely one of the the best of probably this generation. No, no, I'm saying of all time. Yeah, and all time for sure. He'll go down as one of the best goalies of all time. But they didn't have him all year, and they honestly like that's a, that's what hockey that's the best thing about hockey. It's all about momentum. Like you start riding like a hot streak, and it could you just keep riding, just keep taking it. But look how like that's, <laughs> a, that's what she said. That, that's a that's a shit hockey team. You're such a fucking loser. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You fucking but you literally, you literally like. It was there. Like, yeah, I served it up. I know. (laughs) I've had a couple beers. You got to give me a break. Just served it up like the the Nets did. Oh, shut the fuck up, Kyle. (laughs) I got to keep keep roping that. My God, like I have no hatred for the Celtics, but you make it so easy for me to root against the Celtics. Now you make it so easy. Yeah. Fuck Kyrie. Yeah. Fuck the Celtics. Right. <laughs> Kyrie is a fucking loser, though. Exactly. Glad Anyways. we can all agree. Anyways. But the other thing I was surprised about. <laughs> yeah, was back to the- hockey. Kyle keep transitioning to the NBA because he's got to say something. Like, yeah, God, true. can we get to the segment but first? How, but how many, like, 50 goal scores? There being four this year. Yeah. I mean, crazy. Arthur Matthews is 60, 55 yeah. with Dry's title. Kreider with 52. And then 
Ovechkin at Stone Age still putting up 50. The fact um, that he's still getting damn. 50 is just – well, I mean, that's the thing with him, though, is, like, you sit him in his little corner, like, right at the top of the circle there. You, no one guards him. He'll score. It feels like. You can't – even if you try to guard him, like, because, like, the way they make the little passing plays, right, it sort of opens up the defense. Yeah. I would so legitimately the just the stand over. the guy. Exactly. Right they should have there. a guy. Just fucking make legitimately a three for Ovechkin and then the defender. Right him. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, I don't care if we give up six power play goals. <laughs> nah, don't this let this guy. not fucking scoring. Exactly. But just seeing the amount of 50 goal scorers, that, to me, that's just absolutely wild. Just I like that. where it's going. You know, I think, mm-hmm. we're, I think why it's happening, too, is because, like, you look at these kids now that are coming into the league. Like, the amount of skill that these kids have is like, it's literally ridiculous. Oh yeah. Just absolutely. You're going to see a lot more. I think a lot more high scoring seasons like this, but it makes it more exciting. <clears throat> True. True. Cause even looking at like someone, I think like Pasternak finished with might've been like 40, 41 goals. He's at right now in that, yeah. in that ballpark. Oh, wow. Patriots. Well, he some time too this year. Hmm. True. Did you see who the Patriots just drafted, Robbie? Or do you want me to not spoil it for no, you? No, go, go ahead and say it. I saw I, it on, I saw it on Twitter. No, go ahead and say it because I didn't get the ESPN update. Uh, it was uh, Tyquan Thor- Thornton. He's a very speedy wide receiver in a 4-2-8. So. Yeah. Okay. But I, the, only, yeah, the only thing I – like reason – like I think Boston has its limits come playoff time. Like they can definitely make a push though. It's just the inconsistency. Yeah. Though it's with that because if you look at, I feel like the high end talent you have to have Pasternak, Bergeron, Marshawn, Taylor Hall. Yeah, you have, yeah, exactly. You guys do have yeah. the skill there. You got the skill. It's just like, and then DeBrusque, I don't know, to me, DeBrusque, it's like a kind of this happens when you play with Marshawn and Bergeron. If you don't completely just suck, you're going to be putting up good numbers. I don't know what they're going to do with that guy because he requested a trade earlier and they he signed him to a two year deal though. I think they did that though to make him easy because, like, now that he has a contract, like, you don't want to trade for a guy that, like, was he gonna be a fuck? He plays for you for three months, then he goes to free agency. You sign him to a deal, he has a little bit of term on him, makes him a little bit more enticing for teams to pick up. True. But then who ultimately do you think? So, if you had to pick it for one team, like, you know, gun to your head for Western Conference, Eastern Conference, who's making the Stanley Cup matchup? Stanley Gun Cup to your head. <laughs> honest to God. And I'm not even saying this because I'm a fan. I honest to God think it's going to be the Leafs. And probably Colorado. But there's like, fuck, man. Like it could be Calgary, fucking Nashville. They get if they get goaltending from UC Saros, they could make some sort of a run for it, too. They're, sure. they're, they're like the dark horse team out of the West, I'd say. But it's probably going to be in Colorado. And I don't and know if anybody's going to be able to beat Colorado in a seven game series. Yeah. Just think they're just, they're too good with the high end talent. Yeah. I think they're, I mean, their first two lines, but you know what? Actually, fuck the Leafs first two lines too, though. Like, yeah. I, don't I, know was, I don't know if there's a two better first two. Like, oh, Muzzin is playing tonight. Okay. He is back. I was shocked though when I saw that uh, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner weren't the first line. I'm like, it's Tavares and like, the other Technically, guys. they just have like it, it. It all depends on who they're playing. Like it all depends yeah. on the matchups. Like, one, sometimes they'll start one A, with one B. Marner. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It all depends on who they're facing. Yeah, and then I saw when I saw their power play, like who's on the power play. To me, that absolutely just like surprised the the living hell out of me. Like I just seen it like it's Tavares, Matthews, Marner, and then I mean hell put two Joe Schmoes out there and you're cooking. Yeah, you're getting points. 
Yeah, but that that to me is all just wild. But yeah, I feel like it probably would be. Yeah, I feel like I kind of would have to go to with Colorado though. Yeah, with this year, just to win it. It's like, but you know what though, Matt? The thing about playoffs, like, fuck, who knows? First game, someone could yeah. blow it a knee, separate a shoulder. You know what I mean? Like, it, it all changes with the snap of your fingers. The NA, there's, I don't care what sport you guys like, there is no better playoffs than the NHL playoffs. Oh, true. I'm, I fucking, I'm trying. The NHL I'm playoffs. trying. <laughs> I'm trying to go to a a Bruins playoff game. It's either in any, on either Mother's Day or the day before. I would I'm love trying, to go to a Leaf one, one, but uh, I'd have to like refinance my fucking cell phone plan to get tickets for that game. <laughs> How much are they for those games? So, okay, I, I, a girl I went to high school with, she sells tickets, and I saw on her, she was posting them for, I think it was like 650 bucks for two tickets. Is like, that Canadian dollars, by the way? Yeah, yeah, 650 okay. Canadian. You're in the 300s, but it's like they're in the 300s of the ACC, there's purple and green. So purple's like way, way back. Green's yeah. up there, but like you're the first half of the 300s. They're green. I think they're 15 rows, like sort of near center ice. So they're pretty decent tickets, but it's like fucking. Do yeah. I want to spend that sort of money? Yeah, because I, like I said, when I went to those Maple Leafs games, I had to. I had to go to a Bruins game after that to me was that was fun. Plus on yeah. it being like the I didn't know it was military appreciation night against the Panthers. And I walk in there and there's a bunch of military people there and I'm like looking around like something the going down. Going on? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like that. And then I'm a bomb threat. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, let me <laughs> sit there. I'm like, let me sit down <laughs> and everything. And then uh I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> and then there was military appreciation. But that was fun. But and who do you, the last thing I would say a question about hockey. Who would be the most disappointing team this year? Oh, I mean, honest to God, at the beginning of this season, I had two teams picked that could possibly be like, not Dark Horse, Stanley Cup. Can like I guess one? Can make a run? Yeah. The Golden Knights? No. Oh, f- you know what? Fuck, that's another team too, I guess. They're disappointed, but they just had so many injuries this year. But I was going to say the Philadelphia Flyers and the New York Islanders. Well, the Islanders got hit early in the season with the with COVID, the COVID bug, shit yeah. really bad because I remember their games were it almost I didn't know if it was going to be suspended or forfeited, but there were some games where they weren't going to have enough players to play. Yeah. See, I know some of these things about New York. Listen to 98.7 all the time. And all you ever hear about in hockey is the Islanders and the Rangers. But I remember hearing that and that's probably where their season went spiral. Okay. Oh, and then I guess one more thing about uh, I want to ask Zach about hockey. Who was the most disappointing player this year? Oof. Do you, do you think? Disappointing player. Well, well, let's go maybe with like a top three because probably one would probably be really. I'd say really it would probably be really tough. Patrick Kane. No, oh, Patrick Kane's had a great year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, disappointing player. Who would have been a disappointing player? I can't really think of one. William Nylander, fuck him. He's, I guess, been a little bit disappointed because he had such a good start. <laughs> and people did not like Nylander. Feel the felt uh, I felt like when I went to those two games. There, he's like, I don't know why he gets the hate he gets, but for some reason he does. He deserves it. <laughs> I like having That's- Nylander. He's also got a decently friendly contract. He's good for 65, 70 points, possibly more. If he's playing well and playing with Matthews, like he I mean the third line guy, 
getting points like that is pretty decent. But obviously, he wasn't on the third line all year to get those points. So you can't say he's going to put up those same numbers if he's playing as a full third line winger or center. Sure, sure. You're not. And then when I was looking at other, just like other stuff too, I'm like looking at like goals per game. It's all like some of the, the top three teams. Toronto, Colorado, Florida. There you go. Yeah. You know, that's just the same as Florida. Yeah. Florida yeah. has a 4.41, which that's is insane. Like that is, is ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. And then one of the more surprising stats I felt like just because they're, you know, being a playoff team is, you know, who's second in uh, penalty minutes this year? I can't say I do. It's Tampa. They have 899. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? I guess it kind of makes sense because they went out and they got those. They had that Coleman guy who was like a great guy. I know. Do they have Coleman? I think Coleman's gone, actually. I can't remember what that kid's name. Oh, Hagel, I think his name was. The uh, the biggest overpay in trade deadline day history, in my opinion. <laughs> Two first rounders for this freaking guy. Oh, I heard like God. I've never even heard of before. Ugh. Jeez. But they have, a, they have a couple of gritty guys now. They got Pat Maroon. Like he'll scrap mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. And then I was just looking at number one with Nashville with over a thousand penalty minutes. That actually kind of surprises me. Oh, you know what, though? They have that one rookie they have this year, Tanner Janot. I think that kid fought himself like probably 17 times this year. (laughs) Uh, You can allocate about 100 hours just to that guy alone. Yeah, that that when I saw that, just like 100 minutes or that. Yeah, a thousand penalty minutes. I'm like, you have over 100 more than the next closest to me. I'm just like, yeah. Just, just good God, and then I mean, looking at shutouts, Calgary has eleven shutouts. Yeah, lead the lead the NHL. You know, with the Islanders though, it's like I'm looking at their number two. They have nine shutouts so far. They, this so year. they they had a that, really good second mm. half. Like once they got other guys, but that's what I mean because they were they were my pick kind of at the beginning of the season where I could see them going all the way. If you think about it, I'm pretty sure it was last year they were one goal away from winning the Stanley Cup last year because they lost in Game Seven in overtime to Tampa Bay in the conference finals, if they won that series, they were going to demolish Montreal. Yeah. Pretty much was just that pretty so, much was the Stanley cup final. Yeah, exactly. They're, they were one goal away from essentially winning a cup last year or two years ago, whatever it was. Fair. I think it was last year. Fair. But yeah, I think that's pretty much all I got on hockey. Unless you got anything else there. No, not really. I guess I mean, it's going to be an exciting playoffs. Definitely. You got a hot, lot of good teams. It's not like average, average and like, one or two at the top of each conference. Like you yeah. got legitimate, legitimate teams. That's, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be fun. Between the two conferences, there's honest to God, like probably six, like legitimate actual, like good teams that could win. Yeah. Cause like, the, cause even just like in the Eastern conference alone, Florida has 122 points as a team. Yeah. Good Lord. Toronto's damn good team. Tampa back to back. Champions and they got names all over. Boston so has high end talent too. Yeah, all four of those teams you just named too are in the same freaking division. Yeah, yeah. I don't and know what ca- is the Toronto teams. We get shafted for divisions. You're not I wrong. Same thing this... with Boston too. True, because right look now at our, you... look at the baseball division we have too. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. That's mm. and Carolina's a good team. Rangers are a good team, and just then you just the names on the. Penguins and the Penguins and Capitals just having Ovechkin, you always have a chance. You know Crosby and Malkin, you always have a chance. I will say this though, I if as, if you're a Bruins fan, I would be worried about facing Carolina because they. I was looking at the your games against them this year. Mm-hmm. They didn't just beat you guys. Yeah, they pretty much spanked you every time they played. There, that that team is sick. 
Yeah. I, I am worried about that. That's why Always I was hoping day to day, that, so. Yeah. I was hoping to to be you know win this game and Tampa loses so we play Toronto's because it seems like we somehow have Toronto's number. Yeah, I think Some it's like a mental game too, happens. right? It's like a it could be such a mental thing for Toronto. It's like holy fuck, we have to beat these guys. Yeah. Yeah, cause, and I honestly think that could almost be a good a good thing for you guys if you did play us, if you guys did beat us, if you get Finally, all that yeah, honestly, it, I would like the it too because it would have been like it's like the year when the Capitals won the cup. Like Ovechkin yep. could not beat Crosby in the playoffs. He couldn't do it. And then finally beat him in the playoffs. And that was like just the shit just to get that monkey off the back. Like, all right, fuck, I did it. Let's fucking go win yeah. a Stanley Cup. Yeah. So and well, I guess one more thing. Finally, how far do you think Edmonton can push it? Man, they're like they're relying on a 41 year old, I think 42 year old, maybe goaltender right now. 40, 40 he's in that range. Mm. So I wouldn't eat, like the thing with them, though, is they got so fucking lucky. They get to play the L.A. Kings in the first round, who I'm pretty sure is the last team to make the playoffs. Yeah, they got 99 so they probably points. Beat L.A. No problem. But I don't see them going anywhere past the second rounds. But they also have Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl. So, yeah, who just go nuclear and carry a squad i would honestly just like to see them go far just strictly because of names i want yeah, to see mcdavid i want to see dry i would also like to not see him though because i think if they don't man i think mcdavid's just gonna say he's gonna get fed up at some point like this is now his, he's 24 years old now gonna be turning 25 so he's now played this is like his sixth or seventh season or sixth season probably what it is i don't know my mm-hmm. math is pretty fucking bad so and the guy has made it to the second round once true oh True, true. Like, you don't say, I guess you could say the same thing too about Matthews and all those guys, but we got some breaking news out of the NBA. I don't mean to interrupt uh, this hockey talk. Joel Embiid suffered a fracture on a bone near his eye and suffered a concussion during game six in Toronto. He is out indefinitely. Man, hmm. hate to see it. Fuck Joel Embiid, but you just hate to see it. <laughs> did you see like when it happened in that game? No. Did you watch game six? No. I watched a little bit of it. They, they looked good in the first half, they were sitting right there holding it tight. And then um, they just completely, I think they went out the second half. We're like, you know what we're going to do boys. We're going to shoot with our wrong hands. If you're left-handed only make shots with your right. Fair enough. And they um, make a fucking basket. Well, let's talk about uh, the Raptors before um, I get absolutely flamed about the nets. Um, they were down three. Oh, and they fall all the way to make it a game six. But the biggest news coming out of the Raptors this season is you called it early on the season, very early on in the season. I told you. Scotty Barnes edges out Evan Mobley for the rookie of the year. And before I, because you already know what Zach's going to say, was he deserving it? Oh, of course he was. I called from the beginning. Well, fucking right he was deserving. <laughs> Why, you don't think he was? He was definitely deserving top three. Kyle, what do you think? Do you think the award should have gone to uh, Scotty Barnes or Evan Mobley? I feel like I could I could see it going to Scotty Barnes. It's definitely like, arguable. Like it wasn't yeah. a runaway, but I think Robbie's over here saying that uh, he shouldn't have fucking won. No, I, I think it was the right call. I think we saw how important Jared Allen was for Evan Mobley to have that success because the second Jared Allen went out with that injury, not only did Evan Mobley fall, the Cavs fell in general. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were looking at Darius Garland, saying Darius Garland was the reason for the Cavs' success. It, it was Jared Allen. Jared Allen's not the type of guy who's going to, you know, drain three balls. I mean, I've seen him drain corner threes when he was with the Nets when Kenny Atkinson allowed him to shoot corner threes. But he's going to get everything he's got in defense. He's going to get the rebounds, and he's pretty damn good inside the paint finishing. 
So the second Jared Allen went down, the Cavs went down, and so did Evan Mobley's production. However, Scotty Barnes has been proficient all season long, and Scotty Barnes could be a potential problem in the near future for the Raptors. And the only thing I think that's concerning if you're a Raptors fan, sure, they're good. He is. No, no, no. Just the team. (laughs) Just the team in general. Sure, you guys got a lot of grit, but if you come into scenarios like you did the series when you got to face teams that are bigger than you, Joel Embiid, the Miami Heat with Bam Adebayo, Giannis, you guys aren't going to be able to go anywhere unless you get at least a comparable center. Because I'm pretty sure you guys didn't have one player in the roster that was seven feet tall. Nope, you're right. Yeah, our size is lacking, that's for sure. But you know what? I will say this. The one thing that Scotty Barnes has taught me is if you're a Raptors fan and you're pissed off at who Masai Ujiri picks in the draft, it's going to be a good fucking pick. <laughs> because every Raptors fan, I'm pretty sure, was offended when Scotty Barnes was called. <laughs> I think you're one of them, too, if I'm not mistaken. I was. I wanted Suggs. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I never heard of Scotty Barnes. I don't know nothing about basketball. I hear the names on TSN. I go, fuck yeah, that's the guy we want. <laughs> I see Scotty Barnes show up. He's got knee-high socks on. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Is he here to play soccer? Is he here to play basketball? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, I'm assuming that's all we got for Raptors Talk, Zach. Is there anything else you want to mention about the season for the Toronto Raptors? You know what? It was a surprising season for them. I had very low expectations. They definitely exceeded. I thought maybe play-in was a possibility for them. So the fact that they made six or fifth seed, six seed, was it? Six. You think you think you could have been a higher seed if uh, Pascal Siakam did miss some of the season? Uh, maybe, but I mean, higher seed would have been maybe four. Like, four. I, no matter who we would have played, I don't think we we're going to win the first round. So I think 76ers actually might have been our best. If we would have won game six, I think, honest to God, we would have won that series. True. True. But we got yeah. absolutely fucked in game six. So, yeah. By the way, I'm watching Pascal Siakam. I think he scored 40 on the Celtics when I went to that game. Spicy P. He has his Whew. moments, man. Whew. By the way, when he scores and they keep saying that spicy P thing, good Lord, yeah. that was getting that was getting redundant. I, I can't even like imitated how they have they say well, it my dad for the first time in his life uh watched the like how they do the opening ceremony for the raptors yeah and he's like he's like he's like holy shit they do this every fucking playoff game i was like dad they do this every game season <laughs> playoffs he's like what the fuck he's like the fucking put this this is, a, this is a production yeah it was it was nice in there too one thing i was wondering about i did not get to see i thought maybe i get to see drake sitting in his seats <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been to a few Raptors games. I still yet to been to one that he's there because I always go to the cheaper ones. He's not going to watch yeah. the Wizards play, that's for sure. Oh, I don't know. He's only seeing top top dogs or something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But, gentlemen, I guess that's all for me. No, you're taking off. You don't want to stick around for your Blue Jays? I guess I can, but I got I to gotta, I, I gotta piss real bad. So uh, Go for it. Take off the headset, my guy. Give me a couple seconds here. I, I will do that because <laughs> this is the part of the program where you don't listen to us. Make Cue fun the, of the Jeopardy next. music. Cue <laughs> Jeez. Nice. Yeah, he's taking off like a champ. Like he did like a full sprint out of that sliding door right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's uh-huh. what happens when you have a couple of ruskies before you go live. But, True. Um, well, live for us, pre-record for everybody else. But um, he'll come back and he'll see the depression because he knows what we're going to talk about next. <sighs> the Brooklyn Nets 
got swept by the Boston Celtics in the very first round. Kyle? Yeah. You can go first. If okay. you'd like. Uh, sure. One second. Um, okay. Those fucking okay. glasses that you put on Monday that hurt your eyes after five seconds. Yeah. I'll, I'll go through some eye pain, you know, to rub it into the nuts. And you. Ah, these things do suck, though. But I would say that that series after game one, I really genuinely thought we were going six, maybe seven games. But oh, wait, what the that, fuck are you wearing right it, now? It's my Celtics glasses because wow. we're talking about that now. Uh, by the way, these were $5 at a drugstore for uh, St. Patrick's Day. I got them for some stupid joke when I was at uh, at work. Anyway, but we're talking about the net. I wish I would have <laughs> weighed myself before that pass because I'm pretty sure <laughs> I at least dropped a pound and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, I've started. I was sitting there. I, I'm like, oh, my God, I already have to pee. Dude, didn't you like – I've been there. Didn't you like go like – 20 minutes yeah. before we started to <laughs> I got a nervous bladder and like I told you I had a couple beers right so yeah. hey at least you didn't piss yourself like the nuts right no I was thinking I was looking for freaking coffee cups down here I was like that webcam's pointed up high enough I could probably stream it into a coffee cup and apply it for it. <laughs> but with the nuts I thought after game one it was probably going six or seven because that was impressive you saw Kyrie just giving the Celtics the business while the fans were chanting oh ruining what him. they what they were chanting, <laughs> yeah, we could say it. They were chanting "fuck Kyrie," and I would was would have been right there if I was if I was at the game. I would have full on. Been oh my god, yeah, my shirt would have been off. Have "fuck Kyrie" shaved into my chest hair. <laughs> That'd be impressive. Robbie would enjoy that, right, Robbie? No. <clears throat> anyway, back to you know winnings and not the nuts. That I thought that was going to be a a great series, and it felt. I honestly just felt like after that game was over and then the Nets blew the lead in this game too, it was almost like series was over after two games. Yeah. That's, the, that's, the light that's what it felt like. Yeah. That's, that's really, really what it, it felt like. It was just because you're waiting to have that good Kevin Durant game. It came in game four, but like no one else really wanted to play. Yeah. He was the only was one just, that played. It was just, ah, it no, was, he wasn't the only one. Seth Curry. Seth I'll be Curry honest went with like you. 10 of 13 from the field. I Seth did Curry not did watch even one millisecond of that series. I don't blame you. I will say it was a pretty fun series to watch. Right, Robbie? Yeah, yeah for you. Suck my dick, Kyle. Suck my dick. Fuck you. It actually is pretty crazy <laughs> to think about it, though. The two teams favored at the beginning of the season to win the title did not even win one playoff game this year. At least one team made to the playoffs. I mean, would you let alone rather, the play in? I would have probably rather not made the playoffs and get just a little bit of a better draft pick than make the playoffs and get swept. The Lakers don't even have the draft pick for next year. They trade in the Russell Westbrook trade. Well, there you go. Wow, that's a good deal for him. <laughs> <laughs> what a turnout he's been. Yeah, not an ideal situation to say the least, but it, I think it definitely showed that the coaching disadvantage, too, because I know Robbie's all about like get rid of Steve Nash and all that. Definitely don't blame him for that, but I feel like that was one of the biggest f- factors. Who do you want to oh, see behind the bench then, Robbie? Yeah. Um, I was, <clears throat> excuse me. I was never a fan of them firing Kenny Atkinson. Sean Marks and Kenny Atkinson were the sole reasons why the Brooklyn Nets got to where they got um, when they made the playoffs with D'Angelo Russell and company. Um, 
And Kenny Atkinson got the best out of his players, and he was damn good at finding what fit them well and being an actual coach. Joe Harris was an afterthought with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He was just about done. He brought him in and saw what he can get out of Joe Harris, and he got good defense and a good three-ball shot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Then they traded Justin Hamilton and I think a second-round pick to the Raptors for Damari Carroll. Damari Carroll, who did very well with the Atlanta Hawks, Raptors signed him to a decent contract for Damari Carroll's sake, not for the Raptors, because he did absolutely nothing, but he was a good fit in the system with Kenny Atkinson. The point being, essentially, Kenny Atkinson, I am super surprised with the resume that he has and how he was able to take a Brooklyn Nets team that was supposed to be a laughing joke for 10 years and be like the worst team in the league for like the next 10 years after that trade with the Celtics in the matter of only two to three years got them to the playoffs. So when you look at a lot of these teams that can't figure it out for all these years, teams like the Washington Wizards, the Timberwolves finally figured it out this year. Uh, The Sacramento Kings. There's a lot of teams that you can look at in this league and be like, he could fit in well there to help them become a better team. And I, I, I just don't get why he's sitting around as an assistant coach. Do I think they're going to bring him back? I would love for Kenny Atkinson to come back in a heartbeat, but it's not going to happen. The fact of the matter is, what Steve Nash is, is the same thing that Aaron Boone and Jason Garrett is. They're puppets. And this is the one time I will actually ever stand up for Aaron Boone because I do not like him as the manager for the Yankees. But this is the difference between Aaron Boone, Steve Nash, and Jason Garrett. Steve Nash and Jason Garrett are just the clappers. You can have a game. Where you, if you're Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving, which we probably saw from Kyrie and Kevin Durant at some point in the series, you could shoot nine of 25 in the field. What the fuck are you clapping about? That's your superstar player, probably below 25% from the field. It's not a lot. Not good. Not, not good at any stretch of the imagination. Where Aaron Boone is, is he, he is essentially the same way, but. I can't tell you one time I saw Steve Nash get a technical foul for sticking up for his guys on the court. The most fire I ever saw come out of him was game four. It's a little too late at that point, Steve. That's why I love Nick Nurse. There's a lot of players. Nick Nurse, baby. There are a lot of players throughout history that were great ball players in their sports, basketball, baseball, but they're not meant for head coaches. And that's the situation here with Steve Nash. That's every sport. I think Steve Nash could could be a head coach, but I think you need some time as like an assistant and learn a little bit instead of just getting straight thrust thrusted into what what's uh, happening to Steve and and, and 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 I thought they would learn from this mistake. I really thought they would, but again, it's new everything, new front office, new ownership, new everything. We saw it happen the first year where it was supposed to be the Big Five to the Big Seven with with Jason Kidd. It didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Jason Kidd, um. Uh, granted, he was a G- he's smarter than Steve Nash. That's for goddamn sure. Man was out of timeouts, had a fucking thing of soda, told the player to hit him so he could get a timeout. I mean, that's pretty goddamn genius. It's goddamn <laughs> diabolical. <laughs> it's diabolical, but guess what? That. They got the timeout. All right. And now look at Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd's a damn good head coach with the Dallas Mavericks. Um, 
it's 100% time to move on from Steve Nash. Who they bring in, it's to be determined because there's going to be so many candidates out there. You know Frank Vogel's name is going to be out there. I don't want Frank Vogel because this is an offensive sound team, not a defensive sound team, so it doesn't fit the scheme. Um, there's been talks about Greg Popovich. Greg, the bottom line is this. The next head coach decision, once again, is going to come down between KD and Kyrie because Joe Sy, who wouldn't stick up for Kyrie about getting that, you know, was against Kyrie for getting vaccinated, but it's shown all this. I love you. I love you. Oh, we love you so much here. You know what I mean? Um, they're going to do what they want to do at the end of the day. And if they want to hire, I don't know, goddamn fucking Lynn Swan as the next head coach, they'll the hire Lynn Swan. Lynn Swan. Exactly. Exactly. Who the fuck knows? They can they can go on the streets to Brooklyn, see that see some homeless guy, ask him for for a Big Mac because they're starved. Like, how about be the next Nets head coach? That that's what it's going to ultimately be. Um, the bottom line, it came all down to coaching, and Meg Udoku outcoached the Brooklyn Nets. Kudos to him. Kudos to the Boston Celtics for showing heart. Um, I thought your I thought your star Kyrie said that you guys didn't need a coach though. You you already had coaches playing for you. Kyrie also thinks the earth is flat. <laughs> Kyrie also like, what do you think is going on in that guy's fucking head? Oh my god! You ever see like the constant thing of like a uh, was it the monkey clapping the symbols? That's probably yeah. what's going on in Kyrie's head. Fucking <sighs> crazy! I'm I couldn't tell you crazy. what's going on in Kyrie's head, but I can tell you that I was not impressed. Probably vacation is uh, six of thirteen performance. I'm not impressed by that. Not to mention too, where I saw that we were going to lose game four was there was 1.4 seconds left in the clock before halftime. I get it. There's a fantastic chance. You're not going to make the shot, but fucking hoist the shot. Yeah, go dude. for it. Hoist the shot. This is your season on the line in the game. Kevin Durant overall was 13 of 31. He did everything he possibly could in the game. He finished with 39 points, nine assists, seven rebounds. Bruce Brown, after scoring basically averaging about 20 points per game against the Celtics, they locked him down to two. Seth Curry had 23 points on 9 of 13, shooting 5 of 9 from 3. Nicholas Claxton shot 1 of 11 from the free throw line. Andre Drummond only got four minutes. Didn't he set the record there, Nicholas Claxton, for most missing a row in a playoff game? Maybe, but I'll tell you one thing. You could, see, you could see the nerves were getting to Claxton. You could see that. Oh, yeah, once again, you get your head, you're like, oh, my God, I fucking have to make this brick. Oh. I, I just honestly, dudes. I feel bad for Blake Griffin. This man was getting harassed on social media for only playing six to eight minutes in game three, but given everything he fucking could. Well, how is he going? Well, he doesn't choose fucking how much he's playing. No, but everybody was roasting him about icing his shoulders and his knees when the dude hasn't played since like early March, late February and gave yeah. everything he could in the playoffs for this team. I would love to get Blake Griffin back but not as Steve Nash is the head coach. I don't want him getting screwed because some other team could take him and enjoy what they're going to get out of him. Is he the athletic guy that he used to be that can dunk on anybody? No, but you know what he does for it now to be relevant in the league and to help his team. He makes up for in defense. He led the NBA in taking charges, not playing that many games, neither Blake Griffin. I wish him all the best. And I really hope we get him and Bruce Brown back. But um, again, kudos to the Celtics. If you're not talking about Jason Tatum being a top 10 player, then don't talk sports because oh, this, this guy has proven that he is top 10 in this league. He's an absolute superstar. He fucking killed it. He killed, you, and honestly, the most, the best picture taken so far out of this postseason 
is the picture with him and Deuce sitting next to each other, one on one, just talking. Absolutely sure, amazing. His son, His Deuce. Son. Yeah. Deuce? Deuce. Yeah. Zach. Zachary? Drop after this day. Oh, God. God damn it, Zach. You just couldn't. <laughs> drop a deuce. Where the fuck are these guys coming up with these names, man? Like, whatever I... happened to Brian, you know, or Steve or <laughs> Deuce? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, it's even like me. I have a. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to say it because they might be seated, so never mind. <laughs> say it. No balls. No. Zachary. Actually, yeah, they're probably not going to watch it. I have a new I had a new little baby born cousin. Arguably one of the worst names I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> say it. I can't. I'm trying to think of it right now. It's like a Russian spy name. <laughs> Why the fuck can't I think of it? Vladimir. No, I, ju- I think I just had it. And then you said Vladimir and you fucking blew it out of my brain. Clyde. That's his name. Clyde. That's not yeah. a bad name. Not a bad name. No. It's been Clyde. worse, but it's not the best. I think it's kind of like middle of the pack. Yeah. Are you guys mental? No. This kid is going to be growing up in like 2027. He's going to be going to school with the name Clyde. <laughs> you go in my area with the name Clyde, and guess what? You're getting bullied. Okay. <laughs> We're we're not supposed to promote bullying, Zach. Well, I'm not promoting it, but that's just what happens. Kids will be kids. All right, they're cruel. They don't know any better. <laughs> Did you have like a personal problem with someone named Clyde when you went to school? No, like, but I just did Clyde like, shove time... you into the lockers or some shit? <laughs> every time I hear that name, I'm just like, oh god. Was well, it? Like, is it like one of those cringe names for you, Clyde? Well, it's just a brutal name. <laughs> it's like looking at your newborn baby and naming it Robbie. Well, sure. There's plenty of Rob- fuck you, Kyle. There's plenty of Robbies well, on this well, planet. Well, Zach, Zach, would you rather pick Clyde or Robbie? Fuck, probably Robbie. Thank you, thank you. I don't know. Actually, I could probably pull off Clyde pretty good, though. No, fucking whatever. Uh, Bucks and Celtics go on to face each other, and it looks like there's going to be no Chris Middleton for the Milwaukee Bucks. What is your final prediction, Zachary? For the Bucks for Celtics. Ah, uh, fuck, man. I think the Celtics might be coming out of the East this year. Are you pissing in a coffee cup right now? No, I'm cleaning up a little spill I just did. <laughs> oh, it didn't explode <laughs> on you, right? The beer can no. didn't explode, right? <laughs> this is how many explosions I've had. I had to keep a freaking towel beside me here. Nice. Well, um, what was going on? I went to the beer store. I got a store? 12. So I always buy... The I'm, I I drink Bush beer. That's what I always buy. And I'm in there today, and I see a, a old stuff. Old what the fuck was it? Pilsner. Or no, something Mill like that? Street Mill Street Organic Pilsner. So I was like, oh, I've never seen like a Pilsner. Like, I've seen Mill Street Organic, but I've never seen a Pilsner version. So I got it. I go up to the counter, and the guy's like, he's like, oh, where did you get this? I was like, it was the last one, like in your self serve kiosk. He's like, oh, he's like, I thought we had a. Uh, sent the majority of these back because they weren't selling. And I was like, because there's something wrong with it? He's like, no, like it's fine. Red flag. So I take it home, and I put it in the fridge. I grab a beer, and I sit down on my couch, open it up, and it literally, like, volcano, like, you just put Coke into Mentos, or sorry, Mentos into Coke. It just freaking <laughs> volcanoes all over me. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, oh, maybe I shook it. So whatever, I drink whatever's left. 
I go and grab another one. And like, I, I kind of forget like what happened, but I know I didn't shake the second one. I sit there and I open it up and same thing. It just explodes out of the can again, like all over the place. I just bought a brand new laptop. Just Uh. missed my laptop. So I went back to the beer store and uh, I told the guy what had happened. Did he at least give you like your money back or something or? He gave me a 12 pack of Bush. Bush. I was like, here's 10 Mill Street organic pilsners. He's like, oh man. He's like, well, what would you like? I was like, I would like some Bush, please. <laughs> I was like, at least 10 of them. And he came back with 12. Fair. Not bad. There you go. So what, were, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the Bucks and the Celtics. Um, okay. Our predictions. I think the Celtics are going to take it, to be honest with you. I think, I, if I had to guess, I'm, I'm assuming it's Celtics. And I would love to see the Phoenix Suns, but I think it might be the Warriors. Okay. I think the Celtics will win it too, but I think it's going to be a tough, tough sex game. If it was Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton was there, I think it almost yeah. be like a, a pick them kind of he, game. He's like, been ruled out you know, for the whole second round, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a big I'm, loss for him. Yeah. I'm just so worried about just Giannis going mental. Which he has, and, and like, like now, key, now that he game. really doesn't, now that Middleton's gone, like he's he's the option. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. seeing like a thirty-five plus point per game for him in that series. Yeah, the only thing I'm worried about is like who are you putting on Giannis to attempt to stop him? Because you know you ain't putting Marcus Smart because that height difference is way too insane. Can't do that. Isn't you were going to try to put Jason Tatum on that Williams guy? Be pretty good. He he is. For size, well, I too. wonder like. Yeah, because he's got he's about seven foot. Like he's athletic. I'm just I, I don't know have like the speed or the movement to keep. Yeah, up with, though. that's that's one thing I'm worried about is Giannis. To how what level is he going to kill us? Because he's going to in some form. The guy's just too good. But I think it's a tough fought six game series for the Celtics. I think who's going to end up taking most of the uh, the task at hand uh, against Giannis is probably going to be Grant Williams. That'd be interesting to see because um, Tatum Tatum was excellent against Kevin Durant, but the difference between Kevin Durant and Giannis is muscle mass. Giannis will bully anybody he wants to any given moment. It's pretty damn hard to find one defender who's going to lock up Giannis in this league. Maybe Draymond if they face off in the finals, if the Bucks get past the Celtics. I fucking hate Um, Draymond. I think the difference maker in this series, realistically. It's going to be what are you going to get out of? And I know you guys might laugh, but what are you going to get out of Grayson Allen? Because we've seen how Grayson dirt, Allen. L- l- listen up, listen up. Out of all the players in the fucking series, that's going to be the deal breaker. Is if Grayson Allen has a good series? No. Who's Grayson Allen going to take out on the Celtics? Because you know how much of a dirty piece of shit that guy is. Well, what if he takes out Tatum? What if he takes out Jalen Brown? What if he does something malicious where they have to miss the rest of the series? I mean, this dude is just a bona fide. But he's Scumbag. also under a microscope now. Oh, William Nylander just got a pretty disgusting goal. So I think it's pretty well confirmed that Toronto will be facing Tampa Bay in the first round of the playoffs. Nice, nice. Shit. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, that, that, that's, the, that's the only thing I'm worried about when it comes to Celtics is we've seen how dirty this guy is. And I don't want to see anyone from the Celtics get hurt because of him. So let's just say 
I hope Marcus Smart is on the court same time as Grayson Alex. If he tries anything funny, oh, he's going to be yeah, feeling. Marcus it. Smart will kick him in the balls. He's oh yeah, thirty-two that guy. Oh yeah, well, Marcus Smart is the biggest flop I've ever seen. Oh, he's flop king. in the NBA. Absolutely, he surpassed. No, he surpassed the biggest, LeBron. The biggest flop was the Nets in the playoffs. What do you mean? That was a pretty big flop too. The whole flop of a season. That wasn't a flop. It was a failure. Anyways, flop, failure, ass, same shit. Yeah, we'll be talking about the Bruins in the same way in a couple weeks, you bitch. Um, anyways, anyways, I got the Celtics winning this series in six as well. I'm not going to say five. I'm not going to say sweet because you have to take consideration that they are facing arguably the best player in the NBA in Giannis Antetokounmpo. So um, I will show respect to the world champs, but I am going to go with the Celtics in six. They got to yeah, they so got to match. Man. They got to finish what they what they did in offense against the Nets. They got to carry over against the Bucks because the Bucks probably are just a little bit better defensively than the Celtics. I know that the Celtics have the numbers, but their best defender is just coming off of Achilles injury in Robert Williams. So how much are you going to get out of him? You better hope this wasn't rushed. True. Cause that's going to be a big loss. Yeah. If it's rushed. Well, I don't know if he's their best defensive player. I mean, we saw, we saw that with Durant when you rush uh, an Achilles yeah, injury. Yeah. Marcus Smart is definitely the best perimeter defender, but Robert Williams can do it all. He can protect the rim, and if he's got to pick up, he could pick up. Fair. Understandable. But Marcus Smart did deserve that defense player of the year where it's about time someone other than Rudy Gobert got. I on hot take, Rudy Gobert is the most overrated center in the NBA. Like he's a good center. He sucks on offense. He's a liability unless it's a dunk. And on defense, he can get rebounds and he can block shots. That's what most centers are supposed to be able to there's do. Andre like, Drummond do the same shit. Something about his face where I just want to just yes, I just want to punch it. Yes, yeah, it's like throw yes. a like he will destroy me because all he's got to do is lift his knee and it's right at my face. Well, yeah, he's, but he's he is just seven foot tall. He could cock he's an unlikable you dude. Out. Well, anyways, break those glasses right off. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I knew this is going to be a big, <laughs> I knew this. Hey, you said, you said, oh, hey, go ahead. I was doing pretty good. All right. I let one, I, I, one I, drop. I don't want to get caught slapped by another man. I don't Very care true. who it is. Well, Seth extended you the that four games. Case. We could throw that one out, you know, do a little beep. No, that's staying. No, that's staying. That's <laughs> staying. Oh, uh, <laughs> God. All right. Last thing you got to talk about John Morant's dunk. You, you you guys saw the dunk. Okay. I got to say it again. Speaking of a cock slap, come on. That was, <laughs> that was insane. <laughs> Sorry. That's the last time I'm going to say it. Like, like, that is, <laughs> dude, he was literally, that's like the coolest dunk I think I've ever seen. <laughs> that, that <laughs> oh, God. Oh, sweet Jesus. Um, yeah. Um, I'm curious to see how far the Grizzlies are going to go. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is I'm surprised it took them, what, six games to get past the hey, Timberwolves? Minnesota was right there, though, with them. They were, but um, and I'm surprised, too, because Patrick Beverly is essentially like the same attitude as Jimmy Butler, definitely not as good as a player. I'm just talking pure attitude. And Carl Anthony Towns couldn't handle Jimmy Butler. How the hell was he able to handle Patrick Beverly, who's just as annoying? And I don't think Is Jimmy Butler's more of annoying. a loser in the league than that guy. Beverly, no, because he makes the playoffs oh. every single year. 
oh, we got a goal from Boston. This game, maybe move. Who knows? <laughs> this this uh, update by Zachary is sponsored by Bush, where you don't have to worry about the beer can exploding on your lap. Bush. Oh, they opened very clean. <laughs> That's how they um, named him, eh? It's and and, and, and an unpaid sponsor, but Bush, if they do hear this, hopefully it is a paid sponsor. And Zach, you will get 1% commission. If, if you don't want to sponsor the Sports Cave, Bush, <laughs> you can just call. You can go to my Instagram. <laughs> um, I mean, I am pretty much might as well be sponsored because I spend half my earnings yearly on you guys. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. I don't know how. I mean, the beer sucks anyways. Um, yeah, I, I think I think at the end of the day, what we're going to look at for the NBA finals when it comes down to the very end is going to be the Golden State Warriors. You ready for this one, boys? I don't think you're ready for this one. It's going to be the Golden State Warriors versus the Miami Heat. No, you're out of your mind. No, I'm not. I am perfectly in my mind. I'm perfectly in my mind. Nah. Why, 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 why is it so? No, you're out of your mind. First of all, I would like to see Big Booty Lowry in that finals as a Raptor fan. You know, I just don't think I, well, they're a one seed, right? Yes. Okay, I guess they're pretty good then. I don't know. I just can't see him doing it. Kyle Lowry, PJ Tucker. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Victor Oladipo, and Eric Spolstra, who's seen it all okay, in Miami. We could probably remove Duncan Robinson from that list of players you just said there. Why, Duncan Robinson's one of the better three-point shooters in the league. He's a damn sniper. Eh, whatever. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, would ra- I mean, I would personally would rather see um, Miami than the Celtics. Oh yeah, me I too. Think the Celtics are the most. Because I, I watched oh, a little why? bit. Fuck you, Kyle. That's like, why you bitch. Oh, you literally made me hate the Celtics. I, I thought I was gonna. And if he listens to us, I thought I was gonna get hellish shit talk from from Paulo everywhere I turn on Twitter and Facebook. It's you, you bastard. I wasn't even gonna talk shit. At the like I told Ploof Zach. I said whatever happens, happens. I want to wish you the best of luck. I was gonna talk any shit. I didn't talk hella shit to Kyle last year when we beat y'all asses. Oh, you, yeah, you I know. did a little bit. No, every goddamn 20 seconds. Zach could say something about, you know, I had a, uh, some sour milk. Yeah, well, the Mets drink a lot of sour milk against Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> you always got to throw a jabs in there. It's like a fucking gut punch. What do you mean a jab? Don't suck. I probably would have made fun of you if you didn't post that. Video or that TikTok, whatever you want to call it, but that <laughs> just more into the future. I mean, there's there's nothing you can do about it. I think I accepted my fate. I'm telling you right now. All right, it is April 29, 2022, which is a Friday when we are recording this at 9:18 p.m. Kyle, you can write this down if you want. I, Robbie Clark, whatever happens, because we have Kevin Durant locked up for the next four seasons. I hereby will not predict the Nets winning a championship ever until until it happens. Nope. No, I'm not even going to do it next season. Nope. Not going to happen. Hell, I might not pick them to go to the Eastern Conference Final. That's how pissed off I am. I feel like I can smell the shenanigans coming off that statement. Yeah. I'm seeing some BS happening here. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, Last topic I guess we could talk about is baseball. Let's talk about the first big news. And Zach, I don't know if you want to get interested in it. 
in this uh, conversation here, but this is some goddamn big news. What, Trevor Bauer? Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer has been suspended 324 games, which is equivalent to two full MLB seasons. That's a lot of games. Breaking the MLB's domestic abuse um, violations. Uh, Bauer has openly come out on Twitter and said, please hold. Do, 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 do. Trevor Bauer. Uh, well, let me click on his thing first. He says, in the strongest possible terms, I deny committing any violations of the league's domestic violence and sexual assault policy. I am appealing this action and expect to prevail. As we have throughout this process, my representative my representatives and I respect the confidentiality of the proceedings. Why is he using big words for me to read? Robbie don't like big words. Okay. Well, that's because Robbie read at a third grade level. <laughs> I'm glad. I, I'm glad I went up fucking two grades. Thank you. Um, I believe he was found not guilty through the um, court, the whatever fucking process it is. I'm not no fucking politician or fucking expert in this shit, but the fact of the matter is, is if he was found, this is just my thing in general about everything, because the same shit happened with Brady, where he was found. You're saying innocent. why is he suspended if he's found not guilty? Because yes. I don't understand it myself. Yes, that, that's 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 exactly what I'm saying. Because it happened to Brady with the Flake Gate. It's gonna happen to Deshaun Watson at some point, and he was found. No, innocent. it won't. It will. It will. They did to Brady for deflating footballs when he was found innocent, but Roger Goodell. No, he he deflated power. those footballs. You know he did. No, I don't think he did one bit. Cheater. Cold climate. <laughs> but we're talking about this could be the end of his career. Two full MLB yeah. seasons. I mean, the guy, this is a guy, and Trevor Bauer is as scientific as they come and knows the human body pretty damn well, too. We're talking about a guy who is going to go from throwing 99, relying on his break and his fastball to having to learn to pitch all over again. And if there's anybody you could do it, it's Trevor Bauer. But the next thing you have to wonder is who's going to take this guy on? Because if you're the oh, Yankees, I you tons of team will. If, if you're the Yankees two seasons from now, you're not going to take him on because you already know that him and Garrett Cole don't get along. The Toronto Blue Jays aren't going to take him on. The Red Sox aren't going to take him on. So essentially, if you're looking at teams that are going to take him on, maybe the Rays because they can get him at a cheap price, but at what cost? I mean from what I heard in the Michael K show, which I don't really believe because I never heard anything bad coming out of the Cincinnati Reds, the Dodgers or the Indians slash guardians locker room is that he doesn't get along with players. You know, I never heard that. But does his, is his contract off the Dodgers books and everything? So he was getting paid when he was on the administrative leave, but for this suspension of 324 games, he will not get any money which is why he is appealing it. And I'm pretty sure he's going to take this to court. Trevor Bauer has been suing a ton of media outlets that he says are putting false um, articles out there about him. And he's been winning every single one. That's what I mean. I, I, he, he appealed though, the suspension, didn't he? Yes. So I can't see it. I don't think it's going to stick up as two full seasons. That's ridiculous. I would totally that, understand if he was found was guilty. Yeah, that, like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, to me, it, I think the reason they gained two seasons, because I'm going to give you guys two names right now. And neither one of them woke culture nowadays. Well, here I'm going to give you two names right now. And these guys are pretty high names that I remember with domestic violence policies. Jose Reyes. 
who was lucky enough not to get convicted for being his wife, like Don LaCreca said, and Aroldis Chapman. And Aroldis Chapman was found doing so. I don't think he served any suspension. But the reason why they're going to give Trevor Bauer two years is because Trevor Bauer calls out everything about MLB's flaws. Do you remember? And it was in the very beginning with the Dodgers. He pointed out that a lot of pitchers across the league were using spider tack. And MLB ignored it, ignored it, ignored it until the one game Trevor Bauer used spider tack, and you could saw every you know every analytical thing, spin rate, RPMs, and all that went significantly up in his next start because he used spider tack, and they suspended him for it. He's been calling MLB out for their flaws for seasons now. We're like, all right, we're going to set an example in this guy because he's you know basically calling us out when he's just trying to make the game better. True, true. Two years was insane. I heard that at work. Yeah, I was thinking probably like a year. I wasn't even any- thinking a year. I didn't even think he was going to suspend if he was found innocent. Sure. Well, was he like com- found innocent, like based on maybe like, I don't know, like, is there maybe like different levels of being found innocent kind of deal? The way I look at it, if he was criminally found innocent, then he's found innocent. Uh, that it's like, yeah. It's just it's that's just weird. Like you said, they're found innocent but still get suspended. Now, maybe their po- their policy is completely different. You know, falls under different standards than being criminally found guilty. Maybe that's yeah. all. You guys, if you guys want to know how uh, Don LaGreca <clears throat> feels about Jose Reyes, I got I got some audio for you. Oh God, range. How do you know those World War II vets never hit their wives? Times were different then. Or <laughs> rip and break this computer. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. We know Jose Reyes beat his wife. That's the difference. That's the answer. We know. We don't know if the World he War II did it. But we know Reyes did. We know Reyes did. We know Reyes did. Oh. Tell us how you really feel over there. Oh, he'll tell you. <laughs> Go to break. <laughs> Go to break. <laughs> oh, I hope Poof listens because I know he's going to be laughing his ass off. Um, but we'll see what happens. And the Dodgers look pretty well with or without Trevor Bauer in their pitching rotation. But the fact of the matter is, is two seasons. Who knows what's going to happen? Now, you can find him all over Twitter, and he's going to post just about everything under the books about how he's innocent. And then you can follow him on TikTok as well. And this is a guy who's still trying to promote the game baseball. He definitely loves the game baseball. It's more than just about making his money. But at the end of the day, what's happening is happening. And what else is happening is let's talk about the AL East right now, because the Blue Jays are hanging tight there with the Yankees in the battle of first place. Um, They're looking I'm, good I'm, finally. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. You want to talk about Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s performance against Garrett Cole and New York Yankees and, uh, I think it was game two or three of the four games set in New York. I don't even want to talk about that performance. I want to talk about Garrett Cole's performance this year. Mm, How, as a Yankee fan, are you pissed off about that signing so far? No. 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 Why would I be pissed off about it? It's a lot of money to pay for mediocre pitching. Um, I mean, he was second last year. Yeah, that was last year. I'm talking about what's happened so far this season. All right. So 
obviously he was off to a horrible start. And if you listen, you would hear me and Kyle um, talk about our frustrations because the first game of the year against Boston, he only went four innings, five and two thirds against Toronto in which he gave up two home runs to Vladdy one and two thirds in Detroit with like seven walks, but his most recent outing, he went six and two thirds and he had nine strikeouts. And that's the Garrett Cole that we know. Um, I, I, I'll tell you, Zach, and you, you've heard me talk about this. I got, I was just getting annoyed when he was crying like a little bitch. He was crying about the game start four minutes too late because Billy Crystal threw out the first pitch in opening day. Then he was crying about, well, he didn't necessarily cry about Vladdy. He just tipped the cap. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. Like Yankees fans you were gotta pissed. Tip the cap to that performance. You have to. Like Yankee fans were pissed off that he did that. I'm like, how do you not tip the hat? I mean, this dude just had his way with with one of the best pitchers in baseball. Then he's complaining about how cold it was in Detroit. But the second they took him out, Michael King took over. Michael King did a fantastic job, as did the rest of the bullpen to cure the win because you couldn't fucking throw a strike. And then the last game against um the Guardians, almost Garrett Cole has six and two thirds, nine strikeouts. But I, I, it's not a waste of money in my eyes. It's absolutely not even close to a waste of money. We're early on the season. We're through five starts. And the first four were absolutely dreadful. But from this point forward, he's got to pick it up. There's no more excuses. I don't want any excuses about, about the grip of the baseball because everybody else in baseball has got to go through it. I don't want to hear any excuses about a delay because of a, a opening pitch ceremony. Let me tell you something. The Derek, when Derek Jeter throws that first pitch in September, and if you're bitching then, oh, Yankees fans are going to ask for your ass to go to <laughs> New York. You will sure. be asked to leave New York. We ain't going to put up with that. You don't talk about L captain like that. You do not do so. Um, But the the only thing that frustrates me, doesn't really necessarily frustrate me because I knew it was going to happen, was Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo is almost striking out every single bet. But Kyle, what did I say going to the trade deadline last year? What you're going to get a Joey Joey Gallo is Uh home runs, walks, strikeouts, and pretty damn good defense in the outfield. You're going to have to live with the 250 strikeouts he's probably on pace for this season. That's good numbers. <laughs> Shut up. Those be my numbers that I played in the majors. No, you would have 400. No, they probably wouldn't let him get that high. They probably got to be a record. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're already shattering records for strikeouts in a single I'll season. Take it. That's like a record. <laughs> sure. I just thought that Garrett Cole would. I think it's because of him warming up with the lack of spring training. I think it's kind of why he really sucked at the beginning of this year. If it was through like half of the year, then okay, we have a problem then. But it's only four starts after damn near what? No spring training. It's early on. I agree with you there. Honestly, I'm just just a hater. I know nothing really about baseball. I love the Blue Jays. I don't like any other team in our division. Besides Baltimore, because they suck. So I don't really mind Baltimore. Well, Baltimore sucks. What have you been impressed so far with the Blue Jays? Would you say uh, Alec Monet has been? Oh, my God. That guy literally get – how good is he? I'll let you know right now because I got my fancy baseball team. Let's go out to his first start against the how Yankees. How good is that Six guy? innings, seven strikeouts in Oakland yeah. against Oakland. Six innings, six strikeouts, two earned. Against the Astros, six innings, two earned, five strikeouts. And against Boston in a one to nothing win, seven innings, seven strikeouts, no earned runs as they defeat the Boston Red Sox one to nothing. Incredible. And then you guys said goodbye to Robbie Ray, which said hello to Kevin Gosman. And Kevin Gosman, five innings, five strikeouts, three earned against the Texans in his first game of the year. 
Next game against the Yankees, he took the loss, but he went five and two thirds with nine strikeouts. He looked tremendous in yep. that start. They didn't get any run, he didn't get any run support. They lost that game three nothing. Happy. Boston, eight innings, eight strikeouts, one earned run. And again against Boston, six six innings, nine strikeouts, no earned runs. Yeah, I, I'm th- this team, it, it Toronto like the shitty part about Toronto, especially with the Blue Jays, is like when they're garbage. They don't really get much support, but when they're good, literally the entire city is behind them. I feel like that's not only just for the Blue Jays. I feel like that's almost like for the Raptors too. Like, but am I the wrong? Raptors now, I guess now that they've won, like well, because they I won just, the championship. Them, yeah, because they won the championship. Them. But prior to yeah, that, were they getting that love? Sh- yeah, yeah, they were fucking. They are probably after the Blue Jays for fan base. It probably went oh, Leafs, yeah. Blue Jays, then Raps. Yeah, now Raps might be right up there with the Leafs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you worried about Bo Bichette's kind of slow start to yeah. the season? Not worried, but frustrated. Like, okay, at some point, it's like, we got to turn it around here, man. He does have two home runs, one of them being a grand slam. But other than that, he's batting 18-85. So if I do the math really quick, I'll give you his actual batting average because I'm doing this all through my um, fantasy baseball team. So he's batting 212 in the season. He's 0 for 3 yeah. right now. You know what? Maybe if he would take off one of the 15 chains that he wears every game, could help him out a little bit. I never understand these guys. Like, like take the necklaces off when you're playing. Dude, wouldn't he get dirty when you're sliding around? But it's just like, like, what do you think? Like, yeah, you're here for like a fashion statement. Yeah. Okay, give me one second. I got to grab my phone charger. I'm at 2% over here. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Kyle. Need- I need it for notes. All right. Go to your thing. Um, the Yankees right now, I think you and I are, we we weren't disappointed with the signing whatsoever because it was either Freddie Freeman or Anthony Rizzo. They got Anthony Rizzo. He now yeah. has, I believe, nine home runs and like 20 RBIs on the season, close to yeah. it, leading the major leagues in home runs and oh, yeah. half of the price of what Freddie Freeman would have cost. True. And then you saw that third home run he had. Yeah, that that, game, it that, was that the, went that went took it, it back was, to fair territory. It, it was the shittiest Yankee Stadium home run I've ever seen. Good lord, that was that was just so beyond. And I love his reaction for like thirty minutes. It was like going everywhere. How is that a home run? How is that a home run? It was just like when that happened, I thought it was a foul ball by the the right fielder's reaction, and then it's yeah. a home run. And I was just yeah. like, "Damn, okay, we'll take it." But hell yeah, but. Um, there was a stat I saw with Talking Yanks. It only took the Yankees, I think, 17 games this season to get 10 stolen bases as a team. You know how many it took them last season, Kyle? I'm going to guess 32. halfway through the season. 47 games for the Yankees as a team to get 10 stolen bases with Brett Garner so. on the roster. Guess. I had a good guess. And I'll tell you what. Um, I would love to see more of Tim LaCastro. I will gladly sacrifice his bat for if he gets on base with that speed and his speed for the outfield, I will gladly sacrifice Aaron Hicks. You know, no, I honestly, I'd rather have Aaron Hicks than Joey Gallo at this point. I would gladly sacrifice Joey Gallo for Tim LaCastro. I don't know if I can give up that bat though. The what? Joey Gallo's bat? bat? What the bat potential did, what, though? The potential. The dude's been in the season for six, seven seasons now. The potential. What do you mean the potential? 
for him just to be able to launch one. He should have never been traded feet. for last season. He shouldn't have been traded for last season. He didn't do shit for the Yankees when he got traded him last season. He had a couple home runs. I'm gonna. I'll get you the damn numbers for Joey Gallo. That bum ass. He stank. He does stink. But what really stinks, if you're a Blue Jays fan, is when the hell are you going to get Teoscar Hernandez back? Yeah, that'd be nice. But I it honestly excites me just because of how good we are, and we don't have our full lineup right now. But I did, however, take a look at our contract situation for next year. And uh, I will say MLSE has their work cut out for him because they're going to have to sign some fucking huge deals next year. Let me hear him. Well, I can't remember exactly what it was now, but I know Vlad needs one. I'm pretty sure Santi- or uh, Espinal needs one. I believe Bichette was on the list. Well, let me pull him up. How about I get out these numbers really quick, Zach, just in case Kyle's wondering. So, Kyle. Go right ahead. Um, would you like to guess Joey Gallo's batting average in 2021 when he, when he was with the Texas Rangers through 95 games? With just the Rangers? that so Just the Rangers that- for that season. For that season, 2021. <laughs> About like 220. 220. Two, you said 220? Yeah. 223. Would you like to guess his batting average with the Yankees when he got traded to the Yankees? I know it went down because he ended up batting below 200. So I'm going to guess like 185. 160. Like Ooh, even worse. Would you like to guess what he's batting right now this season? I guess it's probably right at about 200. 153. <laughs> Would you like to guess how many strikeouts to his bats he has? Good Lord, just tell me. It's probably terrible. 29 strikeouts at 59 at bats. That's almost 50%. <laughs> like I said, and, the- <laughs> uh, in 2021, altogether with the numbers, yeah. he led the league in walks with 111, but he also led the league in strikeouts with 213. His on base percentage was 351. 379 with the Rangers, 303 with the Yankees. Right. Yeah, I'm sick of Joey Gallo. I'd rather have Tim Castro out there. That'd be an, inter- an interesting bold move. Well, not to interrupt, fellas, but it is officially official. Mm-hmm. The Toronto Maple Leafs will see the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round of the Stanley Shit. Cup playoffs. Yeah, you got to work. The only positive about that, though, Robbie, is there has not been one team that has played more hockey than Tampa Bay in the last two years. Yes, I understand that. Back to back Stanley Cups, deep runs, short off seasons. It's going to catch up to you at some point. Has there ever been a three peat in hockey, guys? Oh, yeah, but like not since the salary cap era. No. (laughs) Yeah, this has been like way, way back. Two teams to go back to back in the salary cap era, and that's Pittsburgh and Tampa. Yeah. Because it was because the three peats happened way way back. Oh like, yeah, the back yeah, those the don't count. Those like, don't and shit. Were like Islanders yeah. won four in a row. Yeah, that don't count. One like yeah, it's my is that don't count. But that that lightning team's nasty though. You got fast fast Gillespie. They are, but they're uh, also a different. They, they're they're a different team than last year. But they're on. They might even be more scary and more built for playoffs because now their bottom six is just pretty much pure grit. And our bottom six with the Leafs, we have a little bit of grit. You got Clifford, you got Simmons, but the majority of it is like Leafs are pretty much all skill guys. We got our we got our little sprinkle of grit guys in there, but sure, that could be the downfall of the Leafs is physicality and goaltending. Man, fuck, Vasilevsky is so good. He is, 
She definitely like, is. If, if there if there's one goalie uh, that I like, if you're doing a goalie draft in the NHL and I could choose any goalie to have my team for the next ten years, I'm picking him ten out of ten times. Yeah, that dude's damn good. He's been there, done that. Yeah, that's why they won. For one of the biggest reasons why they won two straight Stanley Cup. Yeah, and I think I think the guy's younger. I think he's like twenty five. Mm. Good lord, good luck against them. <laughs> All right, last one to talk about is the NFL draft night was absolutely chaotic. Absolutely insane from teams trading up to get picks to star receivers getting traded. AJ Brown to the Philadelphia Eagles and Marquise mm. Hollywood Brown to the Arizona yeah. Cardinals. Wide receivers are just getting tossed around. And, and and honestly, at this point, if it hasn't happened now, I don't see it happening. I, I think Debo Samuel is not going to end up getting traded. I think it would end up happening last night, and it looks like Debo Samuel is going to stay foot with the well, 49ers. I'll say this. Can can one of them get fucking traded to the Browns? I know we don't have any picks left. <laughs> can just one of them get traded? Well, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe you could sure. potentially get Debo Samuel. Who knows? No, I still have my fingers crossed that maybe we'll be able to sneak OBJ back in there. And I would be, I'd be way more comfortable having OBJ and Amari Cooper as a one-two punch with Deshaun Watson. And you have freaking Chubb and, uh, and Hunt as your one-two punch for running back. Yeah. <sighs> how much How much better do the Eagles, do you think, uh, Kyle? Because um, oh, damn. Well, let's focus on that. A lot better. A lot better. Yeah, I mean, I, Brown? Yeah. I mean, A.J. Brown to put, go with Devontae Smith. This is make it or break it with Jalen Hurts. Like, Jalen Hurts doesn't at least play like above average play. They're gonna. It feels like you almost have to then go for a quarterback next year. Like this is Jalen Hurts make or break. It. You get. You had a amazing number two potentially could blossom into a number one receiver in Devontae Smith, and now you have AJ Brown who's a bona fide number one. Just paid him twenty five mil yeah. over four years. Well, per year for yeah. four years. Yep. So, like, you got you got to do it now. You, you, he's got to perform. It made him wildly better. Uh, I'm I'm very impressed with what the Eagles did. They did the right decision here because the last couple seasons they fucked up in the first round picks. They had the chance to get DK Metcalf and AJ Brown in the first round, and they elected to sign some bum ass. I couldn't tell you. They took Jalen Rieger one pick in front of Justin Jefferson, the Minnesota. Vikings front office laughed when they saw that that was the pick. They took Devontae Smith last year, and I believe they traded back too because they had the sixth pick. Remember when they intentionally threw that game against, at the time, the Washington football team so they could get the sixth pick? They eventually traded back so they could draft Devontae Smith. And now this season, they trade the first-round pick and get A.J. Brown. And when you look at this Philadelphia Eagles team on offense, I mean, it's pretty underrated if you're not paying attention to this prior to getting A.J. Brown. They have Devontae Smith. Um, they have Miles Sanders, who, if you remember, Kyle, I was preaching, give this man the damn ball. Like there yeah. were some games where he got like literally five carries and he was a non-factor. The second they started giving the ball, it opened up so much for Jalen Hurts. And then Dallas Goddard. Let's not forget, too, they had Zach Ertz for the first four or five weeks of the season. Zach Ertz looked tremendous. He gets traded over to Arizona and Gallard, Goddard took over from there. I think things are looking in the uprise for Philly rather than the downfall because let's be honest, things look like they were going to spiral out of control for the Eagles and they made the wild card slot last season. Well, yeah, look at their division though. 
I understand, but they made the wild card slot. They didn't win the division. They made the wild card slot. I think that took a lot of people by surprise. True, true. But how did you feel about the Patriots drafting that offensive lineman? I have to ask you because I absolutely beyond fucking hated it. Like, well, I was over a friend's house watching it and uh, he asked me, what is the one position you don't want them to pick? And I said, the one position I don't want is an offensive lineman with that first round pick. I, I just, it, cause to me, it's like you need speed, like linebacker corners, wide receivers, and you drafted an offensive lineman. Not only that, he was projected third, like round pick. You probably could have got him with your third round pick. It definitely took was your second. First. And you Oof. took him in the first round. I like, I saw that they drafted him and I was beyond pissed off. Like, so they must see something in him if they're taking him. Yeah. This might be high. the, this might be the, <laughs> the biggest like stretch of and bill. I trust to ever because I saw that. And I'm like, like what the fuck? <laughs> uh, you guys aren't gonna be able to see it, <laughs> but I'm laughing. <laughs> Amar- like we start talking about Murray Cooper, and he's the first thing I see trending on Twitter. <laughs> this this tweet says, "So Hollywood Brown went for a first round pick, and we trade Amari Cooper for a fifth and swap six with someone like in the Cowboys front office with like the ugliest smile in the world." Sure. You fleeced him, Zach. You fleeced him. Yeah, I I actually uh, will agree with you on that. I was disappointed, Kyle. I, I, I can't tell you that I was happy because um, the second I saw him trade back, I'm like, well, shit, because I wanted the linebacker out of Utah. Um, he ultimately ended up getting drafted prior to them even having the chance. And I'm not going to sit here and cry and complain because I think uh, I was talking to Ploof about this. And I think he put it perfectly. There are years where during the draft, like we kill it. There's years where we absolutely kill it. And there's still another six rounds to go. We've seen Tom Brady out of the sixth round. We've seen Elman come around the same rounds as well. So there's many rounds in the draft for them to address what needs to be addressed. Did they need to take the offensive lineman? No, they didn't. But the fact of the matter is, is while Mac Jones is still continuing to develop, they want to make sure that he has the best protection possible. So he could start figuring these things out. And then they won't have to take offensive linemen in the first round. Don't David trade Andrews. Shaq, don't trade Shaq Mason then. They didn't take David Andrews in the first round. They they found Trent Brown for like a bag of Skittles, essentially, until I think the Raiders cut him. We got him back. You got to remember, the Patriots have always had a great offensive line under Belichick and the offensive line coach um, prior to him uh, retiring, coming back and re-retiring. Yes, I'm, I I know you can name just about everything when it, you know, comes to the Patriots. True, true. But um, there's a lot of questions going into the Patriots. Um, the first one being is will they even win the wild card because their defense, their linebackers are going to be very old and slow, veteran experience, but slow. Bentley's going to have to be the young athlete that we're going to need at linebacker. Will he be able to do it? I don't think so. And at the corner slots, you brought back Malcolm Butler, but Super Bowl, what was it, 49, is well over with. He's not going to make every interception at the goal line. And Jalen Mills. Yep. True. Well, you also do have Jonathan Jones. He's coming back from injury, which they didn't really have most of, if at all, last year, which is a positive. But 
I'm just saying you desperately needed speed at linebacker. There was potential there. Nope, don't do that. Okay. You needed corners. Maybe I guess they didn't really fall in love with one of the corners that was there. It's like, okay. There was receivers that were potentially there. Yeah. Nope, you don't take that. Yep. And then so the way the way I essentially look at it is you traded Shaq Mason, who's a amazing, amazingly athletic, strong guard to the Bucks for a fifth round pick. Saw that. Didn't understand it. Well, they and did it, the same thing with Stefan Gilmer when they traded him to the Panthers for a six round pick. Uh, it's like, but then you draft a, a guard. Like if it was like a like a guard that it was a first or maybe even a second round like projected pick that people thought had a lot of potential, uh, it was just like, okay, why did you draft him? But at least there's potential. So okay, I can understand that. I I see this guy and I'm like, like you know, it's bad. Potentially bad when ESPN in the first round doesn't have highlights to show for the guy. They literally didn't so sh- show shit for this dude. It was like the Patriots draft Cole Strange. Okay, on to the next pick. <laughs> That's exactly how it was. And like just the whole thing of I'm hyped for the draft. I love watching the first round. I watch it beginning to end. It takes way too long, but I watched it. Oh, and then Belichick must have saw something, back. my friend, because there's I, been maybe. times where Belichick yeah, has uh, been one on one with players who were going to go undrafted, sitting there in the middle of the rain, observing players. So, um, yeah, it's a questionable pick, and we can hear the frustrations. And I know you could talk about this for the next 25 minutes, but I don't think Zach wants to sit around for the next 25 minutes to hear about Cole Strange. <laughs> no one does. So. The last question I'm going to ask as it pertains to the NFL is the contract that Denzel Ward got from the Cleveland Browns. Zachary, how are you feeling? Okay. (laughs) He, I mean, if you look at like old, not really old Denzel Ward because he's so young, but like his first season, first couple. Yeah, his rookie season, he was absolutely incredible. incredible. What the fuck are you paying in that contract (laughs) for what he did last year? The biggest contract in a cornerback you're going to, I was Absolutely floored, especially after how much money we just gave to Sean Watson, too. Yeah, yeah that, that could like, handicap a, a ton of money. Sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So but, you, uh, better, uh, you better step the fuck up this year. That's for sure. Are we all in agreement that the Jets probably got the best grade out of every team in the first round? And that's surprising to say. Trying to think on top. I'm not that it's surprising to say because you had two high picks. Yeah, but they always find a way to fuck it up, dude. But <laughs> it's the Jets. But, yeah. But I think that was pretty good. You got probably the best corner in the draft and potentially, you know, one of the top receivers in the draft. I I, I, I think they should have took Jameson Williams over. I'm not big with the receiver out of Ohio State. Um, I would have taken Jameson Williams in, in my opinion, but what really screwed the Jets is I thought for sure Drake London was going to fall to them at 10, and they definitely could have used someone like Drake London, who's six foot five. Keyshawn Johnson was preaching about this, man. It's more than just because he's from USC. Just because the, the Jets need that red zone threat. They don't have that red zone threat. Sure. By the way, this kind of involves Drake London. Do you see the, the bet that Drake put? Yeah. I had a few 100. buddies that tailed it too, and they all won. I was like, "Son of a bitch! I should have followed suit." A hundred thousand dollars. He's he's That's fucking pocket change for you know, Drake. When, when Drake I, makes those bets with like with that with that stake, that's not Drake's money. That's that app going, "Hey, make this bet." Throw it in a little advertisement. Everyone sees Drake's betting with 
Steak.com. Ooh, I want to bet with Steak.com. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah. Sure. That's how the rich stay rich. I, ha- I, I, I think it's probably not his own money. It very well could be. The guy could afford to gamble 100 grand. The, the guy could afford your house times 45. Like 45 yeah. year houses. Probably more. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> he has in Toronto. I've driven by it. It's freaking insane. You should have knocked on the gate and said, can I come in? He's got security out there. So? That's security. Security. <laughs> All right. Um, Giants with Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal. What are your thoughts about Thibodeau? I mean, Thibodeau at one point was predict- um, predicted to be like the first overall pick. And um, then there was a lot of questions about his love for the game. This, that, yada, yada. Um, I think, yeah, that's damn good picks. I think you think so. Yeah. You get a top defensive end, top tackle, two things they pretty desperately needed on paper. It's a good pick. The only thing is like when they kept trying to, to fix their offensive line, it's just problem after problem. They try Nate soldier that fails. They try one other thing fails, fails. And it's almost at this point, it's just like, like what? Like, do you want to just like give up and just say screw it? Good luck, quarterback. But I mean, Evan Neal was that dude's a freak. Like, I think he's like six, 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 seven, like three thirty something, and there's not a ounce of fat on that guy. That guy is sculpted. Yeah, sculpted, <laughs> muscular, six foot, six foot six offensive tackle. Good luck getting past him. Are you guys surprised that Malik Wills hasn't been picked uh, picked yet? I mean, we're going, right you. now, we're first, going through the eighth pick in the third round. He still is on the board. First time I heard that guy's name was when you mentioned it today. I have no idea who Malik Willis is. My college yeah. football uh, knowledge pretty much start, starts and ends with Ohio State. <laughs> I I'll say I, I, I am kind of su- surprised that he's still there. I thought he would have been picked in the second round. Like when the Falcons traded up, Yeah, I thought they were drafting a quarterback. They didn't. Thought what Seahawks had back to back picks. I think it was like pick 40 for in 41. Thought one of them would be a quarterback. Nope. <laughs> they drafted a running I back. I thought because we were, Zach and I were watching the second round, or at least Zach was just listening to me talking about it. And when it got to the Colts, I said, All right, if the Colts don't take him here in the second round, then it's going to take all the way to the third round again. And I said, It makes sense because he can sit behind Matt Ryan, learn from Matt Ryan, which would be the smart thing to do. And he's fell. I mean, Kenny Pickett stays put in Pittsburgh with the Steelers. Saw how emotionally got to stay in Pittsburgh. But the fact of the matter is, is the key word when it comes to Malik Willis is potential. This guy played at Liberty. He didn't play at a big name college. Yeah. Liberty, there's nothing special about Liberty. All right. Sure. It's, so, he's going to have to sit in for like a season really learn maybe yeah. more of the nuances and refine his game because he's one of those guys where you don't want to throw him out there and then he has to run around with a chicken his head cut off and it ruins confidence and then therefore his career and he's out of the league within four seasons i mean when your nfl comparison is jalen hurts honestly it's not really saying much jalen hurts was a third round pick so i don't know why these experts were saying that this is a guy who's going to go in the first round some of these people were saying that he was going to get picked by the Carolina Panthers. Well, I think it's just because of the, he doesn't have, potential. have like the power. They're all saying no, it. Not- the potential is there, but it's a project to get this kid used to what's going to happen in the NFL compared to playing in the same division, wherever the, the fuck 
Liberty plays for. <laughs> yeah, that, I, another thing too. First time I've ever heard of that fucking school. Like, what that? What is that? <laughs> I don't even know where they're based out of. I don't. I googled them there. I was like, are these even NCAA? So yeah, it's, it's Division One. Yeah, well, who the fuck's in the fucking division? Fucking Liberty. Well, I had to guess Liberty. It's probably somewhere. It has to do something. But I York, think of Liberty. Right? I think of the damn commercial with that one guy trying to say Liberty, Liberty. Mutual Liberty. Shirts. Liberty. Yes, yes, Liberty, Liberty. Sure. Like Christ. Um, no, but I hope he's not seeing that green room for the next, well, you know, a couple of days. This kid was definitely probably think that he was going to get taken in the first round, and unfortunately for him, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, the money he's getting on that rookie deal is going to the tanking. Oh yeah. Oh, the, oh yeah. The Falcons just selected a quarterback. Interesting. No, they didn't. Yeah. But it's not Malik Willis. So. <laughs> Who they take? Um, Cincinnati. Ritter. Yeah, Cincinnati. Desmond wow. Ritter. Wow. Malik Willis. Wow. That was the team you said. He, or it was Plouffe though said he was going to go there. What? Um, Malik Willis yeah, to Atlanta. Wow, unbelievable. That's crazy. But uh, boys, I think that concludes this episode of the Sports Game. We're almost two hours strong and. Lucky for you guys, you guys just could get off and enjoy the rest of your night. You know, I'm gonna edit this. You know what I'm saying? Well, I got a couple more bushes that are calling my name, so you enjoy. Well, I got some Bud Lights in my fridge, so I'll join you, my friend. I hate beer. <laughs> Communist. All right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Zach and I, our NBA teams are a bunch of losers. Kyle's team will continue to go as the Celtics. Well, as he says it, though, my NBA team did win a championship within the last five years, so I'm not totally a loser. True. Robbie is True. totally a loser, though. Anyways, continue what you're saying. Sorry about that. Anyways, I think, thanks for having uh, me on, by the way. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem, no problem. Yeah, they'll definitely be back more. This was fun. Why don't you? Why don't you come back if the Leafs lose? I mean, I, I'm not as big as a Leafs fan as you are. Like for us to win, well, when they lose, I want your ass to come knowing, on. So uh, I'll fucking roast you for the whole show. If you want to do that, then we'll be talking probably in about a week and a half time. So. <laughs> No, don't worry. We'll we'll have a three to one series lead. We'll blow it. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, Ploof just texted me in all caps. He said, uh, "Falcons take quarterback, but not Willis, though." LOL in all caps. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Uh, Zach, thank you again for coming on. You know, like I said, the door is always open, and I'm glad that you got a laptop that's from this day and age, and not from the 1990s. Congratulations on your new purchase of your laptop. Upgraded. (laughs) Upgrade big time. Um, we'll see what happens. If the Leafs win, you know damn well Zach's going to have his ass on here. And thank God this is a podcast because there's a good chance he'd probably do the show naked because Zach is weird like that. And, I, uh, and well, first of all, let me stop that because I'm going to need at least like two weeks after. If they do win, I need at least two week vacation. So you're, you're not going to hear from me, see me, a you know, walking booze bag for about two weeks. <laughs> Fair. All right. That's Zach Ronan. Thank you, Zach. Along with my co-host, Kyle Gulliam, your host, Robbie Clark. Thank you all for listening. Please share the podcast wherever you're listening. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Kyle and I will be live back on Monday on Twitch, so please join us on Twitch. And if you don't get to watch a full episode on Twitch, you will get the podcast the next day on Tuesday. So if you don't get to tune in Monday live, you can listen to the podcast on Tuesdays. Ladies and gentlemen, This is the Sports Cave presented by Retro Sports Network. And we'll have a great rest of your day, afternoon, evening. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.